Good morning, my givers. Let's head out to work, man. It's about that time. Wednesday, it's trash day. Leaves are already falling off the tree, which makes absolutely no sense. In spring, they should be actually blooming. They're falling off the trees. We got some nice trees here. I'm gonna take some pictures of these one day so you guys can see it. We're in the process of moving to Henderson, uh, which is a very, very, very nice area. Henderson is huge, so if you're thinking about looking for me so you can get an autograph, forget about it. Um, Another morning, and as I try to do every morning, which I think a lot of us try to do, is uh, like I told you, I'm working on self-awareness, and um, again, just the beginnings of trying to learn that, it's just, a, I mean, it's not even, it's a crumb off of a, it's a crumb off of a wedding cake, that's how, that's how much I know about, uh, about self-awareness, but self-awareness and preparedness is kind of like the topic today because every morning when I head out to work, I feel like I have to prepare myself and that's not something I want to do. I want to, I'm, I'm trying to master just being in the moment. Now, I know that sounds kind of corny, like, oh, what do you mean being in the moment? Well, focus, like focusing on like what I'm doing right now, driving. Then when I get to work, okay, I'm at work. What's next? Get out the car. What's next after that? Put my mask on. And it just kind of just going as I go. One of the things I've learned is when I go into work, uh, and I've heard this from several people, um, just random people that I've watched on YouTube <clears throat> when it comes to stress, is when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is they feel... Tightness in their chest, and uh, I was watching a documentary on YouTube that um, that my wife had shown me, and the father was the son was talking to the father who was who was getting up in age, um, who was growing younger, and he said, "Yeah, every morning when he wakes up, he feels a tightness in his chest, as though like he's troubled or something like that." stress and that's what I feel every morning I'm sure a lot of people do especially when it comes to going to work in the morning because you don't want to have to um, you don't want to have to and if I if I bump the camera I'm sorry it's, it's literally like right here and so um, I try to tighten it up as much as possible I'm gonna kind of make this rig a little bit more a little bit more um, say a little bit more stable in the future but right now it, it does the job I like I like this view right here it's different I think I haven't seen anything like it on YouTube so I always try to come up with a different visual for people I do sometimes mount the camera in front of the window I'll take my cannon and mount it, mount it in front of the window which is a good view you see that on some of our traveling videos not that we travel far but anyway yeah, getting, feeling that tightness in your chest, a lot of us, when we're headed to work, we feel that because we have the expectation in the, 
that's the thing, the daily expectation is the top is the title of this episode. Because every day that's I think that's that that may be the problem for a lot of us is we have expectations. And there's nothing wrong with having expectations in my opinion. I just think it's what type of expectations we have. So like this morning, my expectation is to go to work and to simply be me. Be grateful and be happy. Um, and not focus on what the what the possibilities of something going wrong happening can be. Because that's what happens. See, we 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 tend to what I'm learning is that our brains, uh, especially in a frontal lobe, like say for instance, if something yesterday went wrong. Yesterday, like, we tend to lock that in the next day it's like our brain wakes up and says, okay you remember what happened yesterday we cannot allow that to happen today and then we prepare ourselves for it to happen or just in case it happens again today i made that mistake yesterday so here's the thing when we do something like that we start to create a scenario very similar to the one we had the day before except this time we prepare ourselves we create an argument we create a rebuttal, right? We, we, we prepare ourselves for what we're going to say, even though when the situation comes up, and I've seen a lot of people do this, including myself, the things that we prepared to say, the things that we've, that we've um, uh, geared up for, bucked up for, never happen. We never, we never use it. It never goes down like that. So it's funny when people say, you know, um, looking at these people when they drive like dude you're not supposed to come through that lane like that that's the whole purpose of them warning you ahead of time that you're not supposed to go through that lane like that but uh, forgive and forget right it's all good he's in a rush just like I am well no actually I'm not in a rush I left early but some people are in a rush to get to work uh, so I hope he gets there safely uh, yeah so that's what happens that's what we do and then when nothing happens, and, and, and Lippin said this, or Dispenza said this, when nothing happens, then we're good, right? We feel safe because nothing's happened. And he can't, he couldn't be more, he couldn't be more right because I, I can think of a million times where I've always, even yesterday, I prepared myself for the, for the, for, I prepared myself for the arguments when the meeting we knew we were having a meeting coming up and so I prepared myself for that you know like what was I going to say and then when I got to the meeting guess what none of what I none of the scenario I created in my mind happened at that meeting well kind of and even in the meeting I had to fight the feeling of the tightness in my chest like I was really I was literally fighting my brain was fighting my body to calm down and I, the meeting hadn't even started yet. It hadn't even started yet. Yet my brain was telling my body, chill. And my body was like, no, man, because it's about to go down again. And I'm not going for that shit today. Nah, they're not going to do it to me today. They did it to me last month. I'm not, I'm not, we're not doing it twice. I'm ready. And my brain's like, but you don't need to be ready. You just need to be aware. Listen and chill. And it took about 15 minutes. <laughs> took about 15 minutes for my brain to get my body under control. 
And in the mornings, meditation, I think, is important because you got to get in tune with your body. You got to tell your body to chill because, as it said, when you, when you study, um, when, when you're attempting or trying like to study quantum, quantum physics, when you're, uh, I'm going through map of the soul, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Dispenza, listening to Braden, listening to Lipton. And, and, not, and using it more as a reference to how the body and the brain and our uh, cells work and how we can somehow control that behavior because there is a way to do it. Um, like I said, I've done it before, you know, based off of the information that was given. And I don't want to treat the information or the doctors that I'm listening to as a Bible. I've done that before, and it was great. Like I said, I told, like I said in my first episode, is I thought I thought being a Christian was great. It taught me a lot, but there was more to it than that. And I don't want to be confined to a, an organized religion. I don't want to even be confined to an organized mind. Uh, I don't want to be confined to an organized religious mind state. I want to take that information. I want to take that lesson, and then expand on it and grow because. I believe within all of us, there's a sense of a Christ-like attitude that we need to take on things. This is why people follow religion, for the most part, is because they want to do right. They want to do right. And the system for thousands of years has taught us that religion is the way to do it. Like, you need something to tell you. You, you need something or a system in place to organize your behavior. That's, that's just my opinion on it. I'm not saying that that's how it actually is, but that's my opinion on it. So you need something like that in place to help help us kind of like keep us in order. The problem with a lot of these systems is that they're not there for your benefit. They're more or less there for theirs. And that's the dangerous part of a lot of organized religions. I know because I've been a part of one, and I'm going to tell you. I've never felt more control when I look back at those times and I rewind the tapes. Uh, I can never, I've never felt more control than I have um, when I was part, when I was part of this, uh, when I was part of this church. Now, I'm sure a lot of the people there meant well, and I'm sure there were people there that were on a whole different personal agenda, you know. But um, I think this is a new era. You know, I think people are starting to sway away from the organized religions and starting to come, come, up, uh, come to uh, discovering who they really are and who they really are and who we really are is God. Even in the Bible, it says that, uh, and I can't remember it word for word, but the kingdom of God is within you. So, if that is the case, then what are we? are no different than Christ. To be Christ-like, they tell you, be Christ-like. We are no different than Christ. Um, and we go through, we, we, we're constantly um, put on the cross, depending on your lifestyle. You're constantly put on the cross, constantly, every day, a nail goes through. Every single day, a nail goes through. Probably more often than, say, Christ himself. What, a nail in each wrist, one in the feet. So three nails, some of us take six, some nine, some 23. I don't know 
know if that's a multiple nine, uh, 20, 28, something like that. Um, nine, 27. So, you know, um, and so with that being said, a lot of the times we're taking these nails, we're being, a lot of these times we're being nailed to the cross and we're hoping that religion will take us down. Take us down off the. We're hoping that Jesus Christ will take us down off the cross. In some cases, some people say, you know, I, I, I carry my cross, or you know, I want to walk like Jesus, which is going to be something. If you plan on trying to do, it's going to be a lifetime. Matter of fact, you may not make it to the end of the age before you do that. Um, I don't know how I got to that tangent, but in any case, uh, dealing with dealing with religion, dealing uh, comparing religion to. Uh, who we are as human beings is very much one and the same. Um, prepared, preparing the uh, the daily expectations and awareness of preparedness. Going in to work this morning and preparing myself for the good. I work with uh, senior residents and. Um, I work with senior residents, and the one thing I can tell you that I enjoy is the characters and uh, the characters that 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 I work. I should say work for because I work for these people. I'm gonna stop and get some and get some coffee, so that's probably where we'll end up. No, 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 we won't end it there. Of course, I always gotta end it when I get to work, and we got time, so I'll probably stop in there real quick and get and get some coffee because I think that's important. Uh, so yeah, to go in, to to go in, to go in, going into work and being able to prepare our minds for the good, not for what happened yesterday or what we think will happen today, later on today, who, who you're going to uh, butt heads with. Uh, I think when it when it when when it comes down to things like that, butting heads. When it comes down to butting heads, if are in that mind state that you're going to butt heads with somebody, there's something that you need to change because you can't change the behavior of someone else. I don't care how aggressive you become. I don't care how upset you get. I don't care what kind of attitude, face, mask you put on that day. You can never change that person's behavior. You can, you can maybe to some point avoid it and even that's questionable because you have to work with this person. Um, as I said before, when you go to a, some people will quit because they believe the only way to escape is to find another job. But you will find another person just like that at the next job that you escape from because personalities uh, tend to run. We're human. So the, 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 the anger, the, the betrayal, the, um, the kindness, uh, the bitchiness, what, what, whatever label you have for the personality of that person is going to show up at the next job. It is. It may be nice for a minute. You can say, ah, oh, I love it. But you are going to run into that person at some point in time. Within that new job, you're going to find something about it that you hate. You know why? Because you go in guarded. <clears throat> and uh, you may not realize it, but you go in guarded and ready. You're ready. And uh, it's something that needs to change within 
myself, I know that. I'm speaking to you because this is something that I try to do every day. And because my mind is wired into believing that um, I should do it a different way. It's like Dispenza was saying, we have a large frontal lobe. And when we try to combat that, when we try to combat that large frontal lobe with new information and try to rewire, oh my God. It's that is stressful within itself. Never mind the job. Forget about the job. And it's stressful in itself trying to change that behavior. There's really nothing you can uh, really nothing you can do about it. So I'm gonna stop in here real quick and get some coffee, and I will be right back.
so I got my coffee and it's time to get to work I got about 10 more minutes to go station right now and the one thing I always worry about is someone hitting my car because <laughs> people tend to not really pay attention when they're when they're driving I don't know how many times I've come across something like that in any case almost at work and I just want to say today that if you're if you're headed to work or even if you're at home even if you work from home because any job you work I don't care where you are can be stressful. You don't need that in your life, especially in the morning, man. Go to work, be happy. You know what I mean? You have to be grateful for things. Every day I drive, I see at least one to two homeless people. <clears throat> and I think I should be grateful for what I have. Like, that's important. Because uh, there are people out there who have nothing. And as givers, as givers, man, you have to give uh, thought to that and you have to uh, show compassion as well whenever whenever I do come across someone who's less fortunate and I don't even know if, if that would be the right word because some people in some cases um, are fortunate nevertheless you know fortunate to be alive you know some people or I've seen a man matter of fact not too long ago I saw a man in this van he was in a super large van um, and he lived in this vehicle. Now I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I was a little bit envious of this of this man. Uh, maybe even more than that. Maybe even more than envious. Uh, a little bit. I was envious because, in a sense, he was free. He didn't have to worry about mortgage. He didn't have to worry about rent. At the most, gas. Um, it looked like he was he was employed. He was definitely employed. Um, he was mailing off some packages, but this was his home, and he can pretty much go wherever he pleased. He didn't have to worry about, you know, if uh, rent was going to be due the next day or anything like that. Um, he didn't have to, it, it seemed as though, I should say, it seemed as though he didn't have to worry about the struggles of moving or, you know what I mean? Well, hey, you know what? I'm going to go live in Boulder City today, and he could just go drive to Boulder City Park there and you know, enjoy the water or the sunset, or live near the mountains or whatever. Or today I'm gonna go to Arizona. Fuck it, why not? It's only a few hours drive, if that. Or go to LA, let me go to California this weekend and live there for a weekend. I have to worry about an Airbnb. Um, it was, there was a sense of freedom that I, that I saw when, when, I, when I saw that because when we have an apartment or a home or things, first thing you're worried about is the, are the utilities going to be paid um, you know what are we going to do about uh, uh, not food but um, the upkeep or what if they sell the place or you know there's just so many things that go along with living on the grid that you don't you wish you didn't have to deal with but you do and I don't think there's anything wrong with that if you can handle that fine you know but I think it was a sense of comfort and a sense of uh, liberation uh, when I saw that man living out of his van like that. Um, some people would look at that and be like, man, I'd hate to be him, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't hate to be him. Maybe he's actually, he feels more fortunate to be him than it is to be you. 
never think about that because we we focus so much on you know our status and that's the one thing i want to talk about probably on the way home man is the mask we wear you know what i mean dress dressing to impress <laughs> and not impressing ourselves because if we're fooling ourselves if we're believing that we dress to impress ourselves and nobody else it's all about it's always all about somebody else even when it's about us it's about people noticing us but that'll be in another episode i'm here at work right now um, it is time to get into the grind it is time to put on my face it's time to put, go into character but the one thing i plan on doing when i do get in there is to use my brain as we should all do use our brains when we go into work today okay because that's what's important until the next time man i will see you guys later it is time peace